When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the happy hour. You guys want a happy hour? Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, I'll maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. <laughs> Brought to you by Empire Fence and Netting on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome in. Happy Wednesday. This is the happy hour. 93.7 The Ticket. Theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Rico with you as usual. Hello, Rico. Hello. Uh, as always, 402-464-5685. The Honda Lincoln Hotline and the Starter Heyman Text Line are open for you guys. The entire show today, as well as the Starter Heyman Jewelers live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo Channel 951. All places for you guys to get in touch with the show. Plenty of stuff to discuss today. Um, as always, you can follow us on Twitter, on X, whatever you want to call it, Nick underscore Sainert, and at Radio Rico AC. We got two hours with you guys today, so appreciate you guys uh, hanging on. Once again, we invite you to join the conversation on the Starter Heyman text line or on the Honda of Lincoln hotline. Uh, just a preview what we got coming up on the show today. Plenty of college football discussion as well as college basketball talk because Nebraska men's basketball obviously hosts Indiana later this evening, uh, 8 p.m. tip off. We talked about how valuable the 8 p.m. tip off can be for fan bases, for energy in an arena. Right now, not that I think Nebraska is lacking any of in, in any of those departments, but nonetheless, when you have a ten and three team going up against a an eleven and two ball to, or excuse me, uh, Oregon program, in this case Nebraska, how about that? The eleven and two program, uh, we don't get to talk about that very often, but in this case, there's not there's not a lack of energy. I think going to be in that arena tonight, which makes it extremely exciting for maybe what the atmosphere is like this afternoon or this evening. I should say, I remember at the Creighton game, obviously that was a pretty intense game. Pretty. It was the, 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 the drama leading up to tip off was pretty intense and walking around the, the floor. It wasn't that there was a lack of energy. It felt like the fan base was bringing the most juice. And throughout the start of the game, Nebraska kind of came out lackadaisical, if you will, Obviously, they they got, I mean, put in rotation way too much against the Blue Jays and, and Baylor Shireman made him pay. Uh, Nebraska also, on top of that, went two of 22 from beyond the three-point line, which is certainly not a recipe for success at any level of basketball. So tonight, here they are. They, they responded after that, that, that Creighton game and after the Minnesota game with a nice performance against Michigan State. So now here's another test. And like, I think when... In this situation that Nebraska basketball is in, 11 and 2, 1 and 1 in the conference, with some expectations that to this point they've lived up to for the most part, 
here's another test. You look at this as another opportunity to show, yeah, we're we're one of the, the we're one of the more experienced teams in the Big Ten. They're one of the, the the teams with the most length in the Big Ten as well. Like this is another opportunity to show that hey, we're not a, a bottom feeder like maybe we have been in years past. We have experience. We have guys that can make plays with or without rank masses, who is the game time decision. I think this is a big opportunity for Nebraska. This is a massive opportunity for Nebraska in order to show that their record isn't a fluke, isn't just a product of mm -hmm. playing a cupcake non-conference schedule and that they're actually a team that should be, I'm not going to say feared, but respected in the Big Ten Conference, a team that you actually have to sit up in your seat for, not that you can sit back and, and just kind of roll over Nebraska this year. And like you said, if Rink Mass is able to play, that offers a huge boost in terms of scoring, in terms of rebounding, in terms of uh, mm -hmm. playmaking with his ability to sit at the free throw line in the fingernail, as Nick calls it, and, and dish the rock from time to time. So even without him, this is a time for Nebraska to show that they are a team that can play physical, that can play defense, that can score the rock when it needs to, and can do it against other teams that, again, I don't know how good this Indiana team really is, but their only three losses are to three ranked teams. So mm -hmm. if that tells you anything, it shows that they're they're a pretty solid team until it comes to, you know, I guess teams that are better than them. Um, but Nebraska in this matchup, again, you're you're extremely excited for it to be at home, for it to be an 8 p.m. tip in in ways that you can have a, a lively, a more lively crowd than if it were you know, a noon tip or something along those lines, maybe like even six o'clock when people are getting off work and, you know, heading in there or have to go home and maybe a late arriving crowd. This game being at home, being the not first because they played two conference games, but the first in a in the extended conference play um, really benefits Nebraska because you're getting an Indiana team that, like I said, we're not sure exactly how good this Indiana team is, but you have the name recognition, you have the jerseys, the logo, uh, all of that to go along with it. And, you know, they only have three losses on the season. Even if they're not ranked, this is still a solid enough team where this this game, if Nebraska is to win, could go a long way in instilling confidence in this team after, you know, drilling a South Carolina state. Mm -hmm. This isn't it, this is an interesting Indiana team for a couple of reasons. One, uh, just some notes on Nebraska. They, they're currently rated 53rd in, in Ken Palm, which is basically close to an RPI ranking. 53rd in Ken Palm, uh, when you look at ESPN's tournament projections, if you will, they are actually the last team in. So right on the bubble. And that's how it's going to be. I mean, Austin's talked about it. I've discussed it. And they've talked about it on the postgame show, which, by the way, you can tune into right after the conclusion of tonight's game. It's going to be a late night for Austin and Bach. But I think when you look at Nebraska, like this is going to be a game by game type of thing. If Nebraska wins tonight, great. It's going to help their Ken Palm. It's going to help the RPI. It's going to help their, their tournament projection. But if also if they lose on the flip side, number one, a lot of losses in the Big Ten in terms of quad one, quad two discussions aren't bad losses. Mm -hmm. um, we see it with Michigan State, right? It, Michigan State, but then on, I guess on the other side, if a win can be a very, very good win, right? Yes. Where Michigan State in this case was... Nebraska beats them at home. They're able to bounce back after a loss against Nebraska and completely blow the doors off of a number six rated ba Baylor Bears team. And so there it's it's going to be a game by game type of discussion. I think we're, we're going to get infatuated. We're going to get swallowed up, I think, by Nebraska's pick to make the Big Ten tournament. Nebraska's 
in a spot in the Big Ten standings where they they should be pretty proud of themselves and pretty comfortable. I think we have to also understand that, all right, if they drop two in, or two or three in a row, it's not necessarily at the end of the world because of what they were able to do in the non-con, what they were able to do maybe against a Michigan State and on the road at Kansas State, and maybe squeak out a couple really nice wins against some Big Ten opponents. Indiana, as Rico said, I think this is a pretty good basketball team. Teams that uh, they, they lost by just three to a top five Kansas Jayhawks team at home. They lost by uh, by less than five there. They don't have a Trace Jackson Davis this year who's who's currently playing in the NBA. They don't have a Yogi Ferrell running the point. They don't have Victor Oladipo. They don't, it's not that type of, um, I believe Christian Watford was uh, one of the one of the Indiana Hoosiers. I believe he's the one that hit the buzzer beater against Anthony Davis and the Kentucky Wildcats back a long time ago, it feels like. But nonetheless, like Nebraska has lost seven in a row to the Indiana Hoosiers. And a big reason why has been traced at Jackson Davis. Now it's going to be Malik Renew, who's the leading leading scorer for Indiana, averaging, I think, 16 and a half per, per game. They have a, a big guy, uh, Ware, I believe is his last name, who averages about 15 a game and nine rebounds, which then begs the question and curiosity of whether or not Rink Mass is going to be able to go. Rink Mass has been, I mean, he's right on that double-double per game average mark. And we saw not only in the, I believe it was the game after Kansas State, which would have been North Dakota, we saw how badly Nebraska needed him on the boards, especially in that first half. Nebraska answered the call. They came out well in the second half and ended up winning the game. I think seven or eight points against North Dakota, but we saw maybe what Nebraska was missing in rink mass. And it's a guy that just, he distributes the ball pretty well. He's been probably Nebraska's most valuable transfer up until this point, but he's also a scoring problem. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's also a scoring threat with rink mass. Yeah. And so like Josiah Alec, I think Nebraska is going to need more from him in the big 10 conference slate. We saw Matar uh, get some quality playing time against South Carolina state. But with a, a Blaze Cato where nobody really knows the situation or truly what the update is, and with Rink Mass being a game-time decision tonight, you're going to need guys like Josiah Alec. You're going to need the rebounding presence of Jawan Gary. Those guys to step up even more than, than usual. You're going to need the guys to play bigger than they usually do. And, and this you, you hope it's not like the Nebraska of the past where they're giving up rebound after offensive rebound after offensive rebound. Like you mentioned, Josiah Alec, with the energy that he brings, with the athleticism and the height that he has, he is going to play a big role in Nebraska, you know, playing on those boards. Even if he's not grabbing the boards, his size is going to go a long way in mm -hmm. boxing out. A la Derek Walker last year or years past where he might not grab all of the boards, but he's keeping the opposing big away from getting the boards. And yeah. that's where a Jawan Gary comes into play and is able to grab those boards where a Matar comes in and is able to get those boards before they hit the ground or even after a single bounce. So Nebraska, you know, that first half struggles in rebounding against North Dakota. If you do that now that you're entering big 10 play, that's going to be hard to come back from against teams that have, bigs who are bigger than the guys that you're probably playing you know with a rink mask it, it, it helps a lot more he's the stir, the straw that stirs the drink although you think about that more with point guards you know running the show his scoring ability his rebounding ability and just his his presence on the floor and the fact that he's there and you can kind of get it to him in a situation where you need a shot to go up or you need somebody to you know make a play and he, he's able to do that uh 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. His, if he's not on the floor, that more than likely falls on a Jawan Gary. When we were talking earlier in the season about uh, this team having so many options and having so many people who they can trust to do things, uh, Rink Mass and Jawan Gary have kind of asserted themselves as probably the two leaders on this team. Mm-hmm. So if you're down Rink Mass, Jawan Gary is going to need to take that next step up, which he has been doing in these games that Rink Mass hasn't been playing. Yeah, it, it's gonna. It feels like tonight's kind of a game in my eyes that you don't need six guys in double figures like maybe you had in against North Dakota, but this is one of those where Mike Woodson, a, a defensively fundamentally sound type of team, is going to force multiple guys to kind of be on their p's and q's tonight for Nebraska. Mm-hmm. This is a game where the turnovers have to be low. You can't have any guys in foul trouble. It, it, what I'm saying is it, it needs to be a typical Big Ten basketball game where you can't. You can't let little things continue to hurt you. It's it's the turnovers, it's the it's the fouls, it's the discipline defensively. Don't beat yourself. Um, yeah, I, I suppose so. That's an easy way to put it. Like you're gonna need Jamarcus Lawrence, I think, to kind of be the the point guard. Jamarcus Lawrence has started to try to get into his own. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you're gonna need Juwan Gary to to have the the ten to fifteen games. This also feels like a potential Casey game. Like we haven't seen. Casey in what we're accustomed to seeing from previous years, not to mention his family's in town. And so like, this is where Casey proves that he's a, he's a big 10 first team, all selection. Now it's been more difficult for Casey because a lot more teams know him. A lot more teams are aware of, of, of who Casey Tominaga is. And believe it or not, at the start of last season, he wasn't on watch lists. He wasn't on, he wasn't on big 10, all team, all, you know, all first, second, third team, whatever it is that you want to call it. Well, now people know him. People mm-hmm. know how to game plan for him, which makes it more difficult. Then in turn, guys around him need to step up and, and facilitate uh, and find ways to, to score points. Nebraska currently, believe it or not, a five-point favorite in this game against the Hoosiers. That is surprising. Um, but the, the, the Hoosiers, 10-3. and three, they're, they're, I, I would expect that they're, the folks in Vegas, I mean, are expecting PBA to play a pretty big part into this. Nebraska, this starts a big stretch. As we've discussed multiple times, we'll can you t- continue talking about it. Um, this starts a big stretch in the Indiana, then on the road at Wisconsin, who beat Iowa by, I believe, double digits last night. And then it's number one, Purdue, who far and away looks like the best team in all of college basketball. Yeah. You, you watch Purdue and Fletcher Lawyer, who, who destroyed Nebraska last year in Lincoln and in West Lafayette. He's on a tear in his second season with the Boilermakers. Obviously, you still have Zach Eady down there, and Purdue was able to beat Maryland last night by 20 points on the road. So, I mean, if Nebraska can continue to stay in this groove that they're in, that they ended the non-conference slate with, and maybe they can get a couple wins in the uh, early stages of the Big Ten conference slate, hey, who knows what could happen next Tuesday against Purdue. But without looking too far ahead, take care of business tonight control what you can control and maybe this is a game where case goes off for 15 and you have bryce williams add 10 and you have juan gary add 12 and it's it's a it's an it's an instance on 
Uh, CJ Wilcher also being that spark that he's been like CJ Wilcher. You can talk all the crap you want about CJ last year. He's really improved this year. He's Very. really, really improved this year. And he's found a role. And Fred Hoiberg has allowed him to be in that role kind of off the bench. Mm -hmm. And CJ's done really, really good things for Nebraska so far, shooting at a high percentage yeah, as it's, well. Yeah, it's, it's the, almost the polar opposite of last season where he would be in and there would be a timely shot that could end a run or extend a lead or, or tie a game or something along those lines. And he gets a shot in the corner and he's missing. He's hitting those timely shots now. He's the mm -hmm. guy that, that I, I'm not going to say that they're going to, but he's being able to be in the game, play his role, and hit the shots that he needs to shot. He needs to hit at those times that are very crucial. He's been able to do that. And in this game, like you mentioned earlier, I don't know if you're going to have six guys in double figures, but you're going to need this. Like you said, it feels like a breakout game. I don't know for who, but somebody I, is going. You're going to have one person who's leading the charge for Nebraska today or tonight. And I feel like that's how you're going to do it. And also that defense that that they were playing earlier in the season mm -hmm. that Fred Hoiberg loved up until the Creighton game. That's the type of defense you're going to need to play in, in this match. Well, and I will say, I mean, before the Creighton game, Fred Hoiberg did say they needed to get their defensive edge back and, and they didn't against Creighton. Now, we haven't necessarily seen maybe the defensive performances that Nebraska's wanted or expected. Now, I, I just to kind of put the cap on this back to my point of like, this isn't going to be a game, I think, where Nebraska is going to get you know multiple guys in double figures. What I mean by that is like coming into tonight's game, you kind of have a better feeling about the possibility of Nebraska winning. And, and the reason for that is because you look at Nebraska's roster, and in previous years, it, it's it's so dramatically different because it's not just Bryce and Trey McGowan's, it's not just Derek Walker, it's not just Kase Tominaga. And I'm speaking when I'm saying that it's not. That was the case like in separate years was that, all right, we need Bryce to go out and score 30. We need Trey to, to, to add assists and try to be that, that, that aggressive defender. We need Casey to drop 25. That's not the case this year. And that's such a luxury to have for a Nebraska roster and, and program that just is continuing to try to stack wins game after game. So going into a matchup like tonight against Indiana, where they some you know historically a defensive sound team, they've played really really good opponents this year as well. You kind of think Nebraska has a better chance, and you feel better about Nebraska's uh, possibility and chance to win when it's okay. You know what? We don't need twenty five from Casey. We need we need fifteen. Twenty five is great. Twenty five takes the pressure off of maybe a lot of other guys, but there's also that accountability piece where okay, Bryce. Bryce Williams, this is what I mean. Mm -hmm. Go drop 10. Go be a, a, a good defender. Jamarcus, give six, give us five or six assists. Rink master Josiah Alec at eight. You know, I, I mean, I guess eight is for, for Josiah Alec, Switch right? It. Still like, figure out a way to just kind of be balanced. And Nebraska has done that to the, for the most part. Now, their strength of schedule ranks around 300th in the country. <laughs> so that plays a factor into it. But, like, look at this as an opportunity to continue showing not only the Husker fan base, not only the people that show up to PBA, but frankly, the entire country and RPI and Ken Palm and AP poll and all that, whatever numbers show that, that, you know what? Yeah, we, we belong at least in the conversation. We belong on, on the doorstep of sitting down at the dinner table. So um, it, fun fact though, also Indiana Hoosiers, they have a, a guard on their roster is Xavier Johnson who was previously committed to the Huskers back when Tim Miles oh, yeah. was here. 
Xavier Johnson ended up uh, committing. He was committed. Didn't he go to Pitt? I believe so. He did go to Pitt. Like a year. He went to Pitt. And then Kenya Hunter, the former Husker assistant who is currently still on the Indiana staff, brought Xavier Johnson to Bloomington. And Xavier Johnson is in his final season with the Indiana Hoosiers, averaging 10 and a half per game. Uh, with with three rebounds and three assists per contest. Kenya Hunter, as we know, former Husker assistant, had a son that ended up going to Old Dominion. Jalen Hunter uh, was a standout in Nebraska preps uh, basketball scene, if you will. Um, but Kenya been to, I believe he went, was it, it wasn't Butler. There was somewhere that Kenya went there was dr- immediately after Nebraska. Yeah. Then he went to Indiana. So um, there just a couple of Nebraska connections making their way back to Lincoln here tonight 8 p.m tip off uh, big 10 network a lot of eyeballs and if you're making your way down to pba make sure you be loud and and uh, excited for this 11 and 2 huskers roster let's go ahead and uh, we'll take a break when we come back we dive into college football as uh, some notable names have entered the transfer portal especially in the wide receiver market nebraska getting ready to host a couple of uh, targets through the transfer portal this weekend uh, in terms of a running back and a couple wideouts as well. And Will Howard is going to visit one more school this week. We'll talk all about that coming up next. It's the happy hour. Huge thanks to Empire Fence and Netting. You guys can chime into the show, 402-464-5685, all show long. We're here until 2 o'clock, leading you up to On the Block with Strick and Austin. So we'll go ahead and step aside. You're listening to 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 937 The Ticket and the Ticketfm.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 